0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dual Vision Podcast. We're back in 2021 after taking uh, about a month off. But we're back now and ready to bring you consistent and uh, great content. I'm Devin Jackson, joined by my twin brother, Dominic Jackson. We're here to start this this 2021 off right. So, uh, Dom, what's going on, man? How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling great. I'm just happy we're back recording. Uh, It's been a little while. We took a little break. But, you know, it's always good to get back to what we were doing before. So just have it be back and, uh, you know, I'm ready to get started with, with uh, what we got to talk about today for sure.
0: Yeah, we got a lot on the docket and obviously the biggest news coming out this week. Uh, they, you know, had uh, basically an, an attack on the Capitol on Wednesday, January 6th. We'll probably go down as one of those things in history that happened and you, you couldn't believe that it happened. But we're here now and uh, here to discuss it. So first of all, uh, for those who need a refresher or have not seen it, uh, there was basically a gathering outside of the Capitol and uh, in, in some call it a protest, but it ended up turning into uh, a, a US Capitol attack. Um, you know, there are people there that are still not happy about the election results even though uh, later on you know late wednesday night early thursday morning there they um vice president pence confirmed that joe biden is indeed going to be our next president um and despite all that you know there's still people out there that felt like they needed to still protest that and, and say that we need answers that, you know, the election is rigged and, and all those things. And the, all of that basically boiled over, uh, on Wednesday and people from all over the country gathered at the Capitol and basically they stormed into the, into the Capitol building, you know, where lawmakers are and, you know, the speaker of the house, uh, Nancy Pelosi, her office is in and it created a dangerous situation, you know, uh, there are people a ton of people injured from those uh because you know that's a lot of people you know rushing into there and you know the violent mob was intent on breaking in and you know it turned into basically a deadly clash between law enforcement and, and these people that that were attacking the Capitol. Uh and you know For real, to to really boil it down, this is really not a political issue. It's just the fact that we have people that won't accept the election results and it turned violent and, and just watching unfold, it was disheartening, but at the same time, I'm not surprised, you know, over the last four years, this country is, you know, you had a group of people, you know, people that support uh, now about to be former president Trump. And, you know, they are basically like a cult, you know, they just basically everything he says is, is their his word, his bond, everything they believe in him and they believe him to a fault. And he was still denying on that day that the election was not over. And the fact that he won't accept that is just unbelievable and just shows you how much we need change in this country. So. Uh, enough about my thoughts. Dom, what were your thoughts on the attacks and in, in, on the Capitol and, and just watching everything unfold on Wednesday?
1: Um, basically, we're just going to call it what it is. That was an act of terrorism um, attacking the U.S. Capitol building. Um, Just the simple fact that it was just regular citizens who are Trump supporters. You know, they pretty much got easy access to the U.S. Capitol. And you know, that's pretty dangerous because you're putting, you putting that on the front street that, oh, well, if regular citizens can, you know, break into the U.S. Capitol, then, you know, what about other, these other countries? You know what I'm saying? So I think it was just a, a bad example of how they handled everything. And I just think it's disrespectful, really. Like, they all are upset that, you know, this man lost, you know, the presidency, you know, they recounted two and three times, you know what I'm saying? There's no point in y'all going and, you know, making a statement like that because it's, it's not even making a statement. You're putting this country at risk doing that. You know what I'm saying? Attacking the U.S. Capitol building, you know what I'm saying? i seen not seeing people in there. They were, you know, taking pictures with uh, security guards and stuff like that. That's putting us in a dangerous situation at the end of the day because, You know, some of these foreign countries might be looking at that like, hey, you know, since regular citizens did it, you know, so probably do the same thing. So I just think it was just disrespectful. It really did not make sense. And I'm just I'm not even proud to be an American because of that, because for for Black Lives Matter movement, we protested peacefully, rubber bullets, tear gas, all that. But when Trump supporters go and protest, nothing no rubber bullets, nothing, no tear gas, nothing. So it just shows you there's a, a, a still a divide in this country and it's gonna always be there because of simple stuff like that. So I just just seeing all of that unfold, it really was disheartening because it's like y'all are you know protesting. Because y'all are mad about a, a decision that was made by the American people. 70 million people voted, you know what I'm saying? More than 70 million, but 75 million went to Joe Biden. So it's like, at the end of the day, y'all can't be mad because these same people voted for Joe Biden. And for the simple fact that y'all are upset about a decision that was made by the American people, it's disheartening. And just seeing that, it was just, ridiculous and it didn't make no sense to me but you know that's where we are in america unfortunately so that's all my thoughts about it though
0: yeah you touched on something that i was going to touch on next you know kind of the stark dynamic between what happened at black lives matter movements versus what happened you know with the the capital attacks yesterday you know And it wasn't something like they didn't know was coming. They knew that people were going to be protesting, especially on the day that they were supposed to certify the election results. You know, they said for for days and weeks that they would be there. And the fact that they didn't have people prepared to uh, protect the Capitol. But, you know, last or I believe last summer or this summer, you know, when people protested at the Capitol, you know, they had all, you know, you had the National Guard and, and all types of military personnel waiting, you know, and and basically on standby, like actually there, but yesterday it was nowhere to be found. So that stark dynamic was troubling to say the least. And, you know, just the fact that I feel like, you know, people are really trying to discredit, you know, Black Lives Matter especially after what happened Wednesday, because they said, oh, but they didn't go loot or they didn't go burn buildings and stuff like that. There's a very much of a difference between what people who are just trying to peacefully protest and then the outside people that come in and basically are there to cause disruption and destruction. You know, those are two very different groups of people. And I feel like you can't just clump everybody together because Trump supporters don't want to be clumped together with what happened on Wednesday. You know, the ones that didn't go there and say all that. But the fact of the matter is they went and did that and there was no any type of, you know, military presence on the outside watching them. There was no tear gas. There was none of that until they needed to do it. And it was just crazy to me that they were so underprepared for this, that they allowed that group of people to go into a building that's supposed to be sacred and a building that's supposed to be safe and securely guarded. And the fact that they really didn't have much there, like you said, outside countries are, are watching and are like, wow, you allowed a group of people to storm into your building where you make decisions for the country. You know, that's not a good look on that end. And then it's not a good look for, for black and Brown people affected across this country because We've been told for so long that we can't how to protest basically, that we can't do this, that we can't do that, you know, that we can't, you know, walk the streets, that we can't go outside buildings and, you know, hold demonstrations and and basically see what say what we wanna say and be heard. But at that same time, there are people out there that saw what happened on Wednesday and basically discredit everything that you know, Black Lives Matter has been trying to to fight for and that is equality and to be treated equally by the police. You know, and the fact that they just allowed them to go in there. And there was even a video servicing of a black officer basically trying to stop, you know, hundreds of people coming into the building. And he basically had to stand his own ground by himself. So there is a lot to unpack from that attack but it just boils down to this should never happen because the election happened two months ago, you know, and we've known the the winner for weeks and months now. There's no denying that you know and I know some states are just recently you know passing and, and certifying results, but that should have happened in December. But, you know, President Trump wanted to fight every single swing state to try and get that. So the fact that we're still having this discussion 12 days before the inauguration, we're supposed to have Joe Biden in, in January 20th. It, it just blows my mind that, you know, we're here talking about this and. You know, it, it's just frustrating, you know, and, and personally for me and you, you know, seeing kind of what's happened, you know, in this country since we've been alive the fact that that happened, I think is just disappointing, but you know even more so it's just like what 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 can black lives matter do now you know they've been doing everything peacefully and you have a mob basically take over the capitol you know and and now people are trying to equate that to looting and everything like that and trying to take away from what the real argument is so it, it's it's troubling and, and I don't know if you have anything else to add to that but yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. You know, you pretty much spot on with everything. Um, like, if you see on Twitter, when, when we say that, you know, it's an act of terrorism, of course, they're going to have people, you know, they're going to say back, Oh, what about Black Lives Matter doing all this looting and all that? Well, I'm sorry, but y'all were looting and rioting as well in the Capitol. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy to me. Guarantee you black people wouldn't have made it on that front a front step, bro. Just to keep it a buck, let's keep it a hundred. If, if there were black people out there, they would have started shooting immediately if they started storming the Capitol. So you can take what you want from that, but that's what that's what we are in this country. You know what I'm saying? Black people, it's just different to be black. You can't do the same thing as somebody, uh, as somebody, a person of color. You know what I'm saying? You can't do the same thing. So, at the end of the day, you know, just seeing that, seeing everything unfold, and you know, like I said before, people not putting their self, putting themselves in our shoes because they won't ever understand what it feels to be black. So, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just disappointing. Um, it's very disappointing just to see everything that unfolded, how they handled it, you know, and just allowing these people to go home. It just tell them, Trump pretty much just got on it. It was like, you know, everybody calm down and go home. Go home. What do you mean go home? I need to see, I need to see some rubber bullets, some tear gas, something. Why wasn't none of that dispersed on those people yesterday? Uh, whenever it happened. Why, were, why weren't people, you know, hit with rubber bullets and stuff like that? You know, so I even saw a video of a, a woman crying and she was fake crying because she had an onion and a towel. This is crazy, man. Crazy, but like I said, it's still a, a divide, divided country to this point. And that just even made it more clear on where the divide is in in this country. So that's all I pretty much gotta say about that.
0: Yeah, I mean we we could we could go on and on about this and talk about you know how problematic it is, but I think we both hit the nail, you know, on the head, you know, with basically that, you know, if this was like lives matter or if this was another group of people, they would not be treated the same way those people were on Wednesday um and obviously there has been charges brought upon you know some of the people involved you know they arrested 14 people on Thursday uh and one man was charged with assaulting a police officer another with illegally possessing a handgun so it was a dangerous situation the fact that they weren't prepared for that and basically they were there to cause issues and they were there to uh try and hurt people and send a message so You know, basically what you guys should take from that is that this isn't unacceptable. This should not be happening right now in this country and we need to do better. And that starts with the people that refuse to believe the election results. It is certified now. It's time to let that go. It's time to move forward and nothing will get better if you're still holding on to something that's not there. So that's kind of my conclusion to that topic. But that's not the only thing we want to talk about today. And, you know, even more on the lighter side, me and you both love football. So we're here to talk about our New Orleans Saints and and some other NFL playoffs this weekend. We got national championship on Monday. You know, there's a lot to talk about with that. But first, obviously, uh, and most importantly for for both of us, New Orleans Saints taking on the Chicago Bears in a wild card game on Sunday at 4.40 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Dom. You know, we know what's happened the last couple of playoffs with the the Saints. Uh, what are you expecting this time around as they prepare for possibly Drew Brees' last season?
1: Uh, Super Bowl, man. This year, with all the pieces that we added and everybody coming back, having the same roster for you know for quite some time now, it's Super Bowl or bust, really. So. You know, it's time for us to make that statement. Time for the Saints to go ahead and, you know, head to the Super Bowl. Take care of business, though. Just one game at a time. Um, getting AK back, Mike Thomas, um, Marcus Williams. You know, everybody coming back. We got Trey Hendrickson, who's been balling and playing lights out. Um, I expect nothing but greatness at this point. We got the whole squad back. Drew Brees last year, let's go ahead and pack it up. Let's go and get the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm expecting at this point. Um, We got a, you know, pretty good W without running backs. You know, last week of the season, didn't have a running back. Ty Montgomery rushed for 100 yards. Insane. You know what I'm saying? I think Sean Payton should be in the coach of the year. Uh, definitely in the coach of the year running because of the injuries he's had to deal with and, Having many different quarterbacks in there, having Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback for like three weeks, I just think he should be in the running for coach of the year for sure. Um, but like I said, nothing but, nothing but greatness. I expect, I don't expect it. I just feel like this is the year that the Saints going to go ahead and make that happen. You know, we've had a lot of uh, bumps and bruises the last couple of years, but I feel like this is the year that we're going to get it done for sure. What's your thoughts on it?
0: Yeah, I I feel pretty confident going into this playoffs. We finally got a majority of our people healthy. C.J. Gardner-Johnson will be back. Alvin Kamara back from the COVID list. Uh, Michael Thomas back from his ankle injury that he's been dealing with all season. So I think it may take a little bit of time on Sunday kind of getting all those guys involved, but I feel like you got to get AK and and Mike Thomas involved offensively early and, and, you know, get some early and easy completions for Drew Brees, you know. The Bears still have a pretty good defense. They got Khalil Mack. Uh, he's coming off the edge. So you, that's always something you got to worry about. Um, and, you know, some of the interior pressure as well. But I think, you know, the Saints are able to run the ball. Uh, use Latavius Murray. And, you know, kind of use all your players. Don't don't try and uh, have Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara be kind of the main guys. You got Emmanuel Sanders, who has emerged. Uh, Adam Troutman, our backup tight end. Uh, Jared Cook. He, he has his good games every now and then. And then defensively, I mean, they played at a high level, really the second half of the season outside of a few games. Um, so, I mean, you got to feel confident. I think the Saints have probably the best depth in the NFL. The fact that they still were able to get the number two seed while Breeze missed games, Thomas, uh, Al-Khamar missed a game, you know, a ton of injuries all over the place, really. And they're still able to get the two seed. I think that says a lot about them. And I think they handle business Sunday. And I think, you know, if they have a rematch with Green Bay in the NFC Championship, I'm assuming they're going to win in the, in the divisional round uh, and probably play the Seahawks, which isn't, you know, going to be an easy matchup, but I feel like they have the advantage, uh, especially with the Seahawks' defense. So, you know, I'm really looking at probably a Green Bay or Tampa Bay uh, NFC Championship game. And I feel confident in the fact that the Saints, you know, only they that was their first game when they played Green Bay early in the season without Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara absolutely shredded that defense by himself. So that gives me confidence going forward into that game if they should play. So I'm looking forward to the Saints Super Bowl run. I think this is the year, if any. And, you know, if they don't do it this year, then it's probably going to be. A much different team led by a different quarterback next year so I think they really have no choice but to win it this all when it win it all this year and you know have Breeze ride off into the sunset because we don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback position um, you know Taysom and Jameis maybe in the mix maybe not so we'll see what happens with that but I think I think the Saints are on course to, to make it to the Super Bowl. I really do think that. And then uh, one last topic uh, that we want to discuss today to, to kind of end the day off, uh, our 2021 goals, you know um, It's you know, I, I think feel like it's a good way to you know hold ourselves accountable to make sure that we're uh, you know reaching those goals and and that we're trying to to be better. About you know, accomplishing what we set out to do. Uh, so I don't know if you want to go first. I could go first if you want. Um, but you know, some of my 2021 goals. Uh, you know, first off, uh, I definitely want to be more consistent. Um, you know, with my health and working out. You know, something that I really didn't do. You know, in terms of the pandemic and everything else going on uh, last year. Um, so that's something that I've been working on so far, so far in 2021, trying to work out almost every day, if not, you know, five, four to five times a week to, to make sure I stay up with that. So that's kind of one of my internal personal goals. Another one is landing, you know, uh, a really good sports job that, that pays a lot more than what I do now. You know, I think that's, something that, you know, I'm starting to work on is, you know, my contract is, is starting to come up for my current job. So I'm looking forward to being able to get a job in sports that is specifically sports. And, you know, that pays more than what I get now and, and living somewhere where, you know, I enjoy it and, you know, enjoy covering whatever teams I'm covering and whatnot. So that's something else that I, I kind of want to, um, get done as well. And then, you know, just honestly continuing to, you know, keep myself busy throughout the year and, and not, you know, being stagnant and, and continue to moving forward and, and not trying to, uh, you know, make myself go backwards or anything like that. So those kind of, kind of some of the main goals for me, just being able to, you know, be healthier uh, for one, and then to get a job where I fully enjoy. I can I can talk about sports full time and, and talk about, uh, you know, a specific team or, or whatever I'm doing. And, you know, d- don't feel like, you know, I have to do those things on the side. And want, I wanted to kind of make that my main thing. So those are some of my goals for 2021 and, and just trying to continue to ascend. So that's for me. Dom, you can go ahead and go with yours. Well, uh,
1: It's not really much Um Basically for 2021, I I have my board over here. But um, um I definitely wanna invest in some more stocks. Um just get invested into that and just you know see where it'll take me. Um been doing a lot of research on it uh since I started in the new year. So just uh about to start getting ready to invest in more stocks. So that's what I definitely want to do. Um Definitely want to read and meditate the entire Bible. Um, That's one of my goals for the year. I'm on day eight, so I'm just, you know, taking it day by day, just making sure I understand it and try to read it every day. So that's uh, another one of my goals. And then uh, last one, uh, shoot, get this merch running up for this podcast, man. Um, That's the goal for that uh, this year, though. Um, just to get some merch and hopefully we can get some quotes on here, you know what I'm saying? Some some famous quotes or whatever, or something, but that's pretty much it really. Um, And then, you know, just continue working out for me, uh, just trying to expand on my, on my body and just try to get, I guess I want to get to like nine or 10% body fat, so it's going to, going to take me a little minute, but that's another one of my goals as well. And that's pretty much it, though, just keeping it simple like that, really.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Definitely, definitely want to keep it simple and, you know, just focus on, you know, getting better every day. And it's definitely the goal for me to, to continue to take everything one day at a time and, and try to be the best you can be every single day. So I definitely feel that on a personal level. Uh, One thing I want to leave you guys with, uh, you know, we're in 2021 now uh, and and the positive affirmation is don't compare where you are now with other people because everyone has a path. Everyone has, you know, uh, basically everyone has a different path for their life and no one is going on a linear track you know, there's going to be bumps and bruises along the way. Uh, But something I've learned is to, you know, just live for your, don't just live for yourself, but live in the moment and, and focus on what you're doing. Don't worry so much about what other people are doing, whether it's in your career or your friend group or your family or anything like that. Everyone has a different path and everyone, you know, isn't going to, be going at the same rate as everyone else. So for me, uh, make sure you guys are, are just focus on your own path and, and doing the best you can to, to kind of build where you want to go and, and make those connections and, and just continue to, to focus on where you're going. Don't necessarily worry about what other people are doing. So that's my positive affirmation for the day. Dom, do you have something you, you want to add?
1: Um, yeah, just, um, i am pretty much just piggyback on what you said. Uh, don't, you know, don't compare what other people's success to your success. Um, everybody has their own path. So um, just continue on doing what you're doing and you know, just do everything with a purpose. Do everything with a purpose and make sure it's, you know, beneficial to what you want to accomplish for your life. So just, uh, like I said, just keep grinding. Don't, You know, don't worry about what other people have because at the end of the day, you know, you're putting you're trying to put yourself in their shoes and you don't know what they did to get where they are now. So, you know, just stay positive, stay, stay grounded and just continue to work on what you got going on. And, you know, eventually you'll see the success that other people will see or are seeing at this point. So that's pretty much my uh, positive affirmation as well.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. So. Guys, you know, once again, Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Hope you guys, you know, your start off of the year is going well. And we'll be back. You know, we'll be recording every single Friday uh, for the foreseeable future. So you guys will be back next week and the week after and continue to bring you great content. So you guys have a great day and uh, we'll see you next week.